World View Update, bringing you closer to international or global news. Good morning in China. The U.S. Secretary of State, Antony Blinken, has started a series of meetings with officials in Beijing, including with the Chinese Foreign Affairs Minister, Quinn Gang. It appears both sides have relatively low expectations of this trip because of the tensions between the two countries. Roland Henwood is a political scientist and commentator at the University of Pretoria. Roland, good morning. Good morning, Stephen. We've seen the rising tensions between the U.S. and China. They've been competing more intensely. They've been making more claims against each other. Also, perhaps some evidence of both of their militaries perhaps behaving more aggressively. And that's the context. How important are these talks? The the talks are important depending on what one expects the outcome. I think both countries have indicated that they don't expect any breakthroughs or any major results. Um, the main issue is to get communication going and to set the basis for engaging with each other in future. Uh, one must remember that um, since President Biden took over, there's been no senior um, level meetings between Chinese and American diplomats um, and no communications for months on any issues whatsoever, although we've seen some incidents. And, and I think that's the key issue is to get some form of engagement going and then start building trust and building a communication system to support both governments. There's been a little bit of talk about, you know, whether we would have a sort of Cold War style hotline, the red phone, you know, you can talk to the person on the other side. Do they need something like that? Or is it more about more regular meetings with top leaders from their militaries, for example? I think both. Um, Maybe not as dramatic as the red line um, historical context, but definitely a system of communication that's quick and dependable and always there. Um, We've seen a number of incidents where things could have gone horribly wrong. And one of the main avenues of dealing with that is some form of communication. Um, The bottom line is that there's a different interpretation of of each other's interests and there are different interpretations of issues around the law of the seas and international law. And that can resolve in two ways. You either talk to each other or you go to court. And that's not going to happen between two major powers such as the U.S. and China. So talking is going to be key. Um, In a way, both sides push it, right? So China becomes more assertive. It creates islands out of sort of coral atolls. Uh, The Americans are patrolling an area very far from their own homeland, and they try and sort of tighten tighten things around China. So when both countries are pushing it, does a very careful judgment it becomes absolutely vital. You need to know exactly how far you can go. Yes, most definitely. And I think that's the issue. This is not just normal squabbles that happens um, even between governments. This is something that is pushed because governments are acting in a, in a particular way and they are very active in engaging each other, although indirectly. But it's in this engagement that one can often find serious problems developing. And we've seen the major consequences of an indirect action, such as the balloon that flew over the U.S. Um, it's interesting that the initial reactions from the U.S. and China differed very much. And then it became confrontational. Um, and that led to a complete breakdown, as in there's no communication whatsoever at any level. Um, and we've seen attempts to get communication going, and everything was just simply blocked. Um, the Chinese were very angry and very determined to show that they will not be bullied, pushed around, intimidated. And, and that creates a very dangerous situation in the long run. 
Um, there's the US election next year, but if you look at what's happening uh, with the Republicans, the election cycle's already started. Uh, Donald Trump is running again. There's a whole lot. There are many different things going on. Does that make it harder for the Biden administration to have proper talks with China? They come under pressure domestically. They have to sort of negotiate with the Chinese during an election cycle. It, 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 at one level, it does make it more difficult um, in the sense that the, the attention is divided. But then China is not going to be a major issue in the election itself. We've seen in the past that foreign policy issues are not that important in domestic politics in the U.S. Um, I think what is more important is that one needs to understand the process and the system. And from where I'm sitting, um, sometimes it seems like leadership such as in China don't really understand the nuances and the complications and implications of an election in domestic politics. They may overestimate the value that it has to them. And and that, of course, is a danger in itself. Uh, I think a case in point is the way in which the visit of Bill Gates to um, China has been used to kind of portray uh, we have different avenues of engagement thing. I mean, Bill Gates is important in his own right, but he does not have government policy and politics and power and influence. And and that seems to indicate still a lack of understanding how the system in the U.S., for instance, works. Roland Henwood, thank you. Political scientist and commentator at the University of Pretoria.